favorite gaming podcast. Insert coin to continue. I'm your host, Scott. Welcome back to this week's episode of Insert Coin to Continue. As always, I'm Scott. And I'm AJ. How you doing this week, buddy? Eh, doing pretty good. Had a lot of nice weather these last couple of days, so I've actually I broke out the shorts and everything. Uh, it's pretty much been working and playing video games like I normally do. Yeah, yeah. It it was real, real nice here too. Uh, the last couple of days, it's it's was a little bit chilly, and uh, th- this weekend in the western part of the state, they're supposed to get up to two feet of snow. Uh, we're just supposed to get a little bit of rain here, but I, I had to put the cover on the bike. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, where they're getting two feet of snow, that same system's going to end up towards me, and they're saying maybe a dusting to an inch. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Those people uh, are wrong all the time. <laughs> yep. So, uh, this week's video game was Tomb Raider 1 uh, from 1996. This is, this year is the 25th anniversary of this game. Um, it, it's a game that, you know, had multiple, multiple sequels. It had uh, multiple movies. Um, you know, when you, when you get somebody like Angelina Jolie to play you in a movie, you know, you did something right. Um, th- this game was like the the predecessor to uncharted um but how how did you have had you ever played this game before no this was the first time i actually did anything sort of tomb raider at all like i didn't even watch the movies well what did you think of it uh i thought it was a fun game for what it was um We'll get to more of the inside baseball kind of stuff with the game, but I thought it was fun. The puzzles were interesting. I enjoyed that there were, it was like an open world in a way, but it was level based open world. Right. Um, so me, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Let me, let me uh, give you a little info on this game here. Um, it, it was first released on the Sega Saturn, followed shortly by the, the PlayStation. Uh, it, it you know follows the the path of, of Laura Croft, who is hired by a businesswoman to find an artifact called the Scion of Atlantis. Um, you know it when it was announced in 1995, it got big time press coverage and lots of promotion, and you know everybody that I knew loved this game, especially when when it first came out. Um, you know, for the time, the, the 3d graphics and, and controls that, that this game had was industry leading, uh, they, they went on to win all kinds of awards. Um, and it's still one of the best selling video games for the PlayStation. Um, and this, this one was the best selling title in the Tomb Raider franchise until the 2013 reboot. Hey, well, 
it just shows you what kind of stepping stone that this game, I guess, made on the the franchise. Yeah. Because uh, I, I knew about the 2013 game, never played it, but I know that got good reviews. And I think that was more of like a, what they say, a survival game. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, there was when when this came out. When here's a funny funny little tidbit for you. When Tomb Raider came out on the uh, on the PC, they uh, they found a a patch like PC users always do. Uh, but they they found a patch to make Laura Croft nude during the game. Of course, because it it's computer. Right. What else do computer people do besides mod games and, of course, make Laura Croft completely naked while you're playing the game? <laughs> you know, with those triangle titties. Yeah, her pyramid titties. <laughs> yeah, her pyramid titties. That's what you called them last week. Yep, pyramid titties. <laughs> uh, so, um, how 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 did you? I guess what I'm what I'm trying to say here is. How, how did what did you like about the game? Like what what was your perception of the game? Uh, I I liked that, like how I said before, that there were levels, but each level was its own little open world, mm-hmm. and it allowed me to explore, find the artifacts or treasures. I forgot what they were called, and just. <sighs> I, I just had a blast exploring as difficult as some of that was because because of the 3D graphics of back then, some ledges were completely hidden that I needed to go up. Yeah. Like yeah. they were completely blended in. And if, if I didn't do what I normally do when it comes to playing these kind of games is have my little walkthrough cheat sheet. It's like, oh, go all the way here and there's a ledge right there. I was like, how do you even tell that there's a ledge here? Yeah, there, there was. No, you're, you're just supposed to jump. Yeah, there, there was a couple of spots where I ran around. I'm like, where the hell am I supposed to go? And I ended up did having to look up a walkthrough to tell me where I needed to go. But I, I eventually but figured I, it out. I will say, Tomb Raider, at least playing this game, you can see how puzzle games nowadays uses Tomb Raider as some sort of a blueprint. Like, yeah. um, like uncharted or something like that yeah absolutely because the puzzles funny thing is are quite similar in a way of how to complete them like especially that gear puzzle in i forgot what what world that was in but you're having to create this whole gear mechanism to just Mm -hmm. open up a gate yeah when you had to go find this is some you had to find the three machine cogs yes yeah and this is like all on pictures, like I feel like I've done this before. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the the controls for for the time were really good. Uh, you know, mm. I, the I, I actually didn't have an issue with the camera on this one. <laughs> no, neither did I. I was gonna wait to bring that up, or I was actually gonna wait for you to bring that up. Yeah, but since you're bringing up controls out, I gotta tell you. I got really, really good at dodging, flipping, and shooting all at the same time because yeah. some of those, I don't, I don't think they were lions or whatever, 
there but was, they were there was there was wolves. They were relentless. There, yeah, there was wolves, and then there was lions, and then there was friggin' dinosaurs. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, there's friggin' dinosaurs in here. I I went into like full Jurassic Park mode, and I'm like, I like Chris Pratt, like with his hands out, like blue. Yeah, blue. And they they are all bullet sponges. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like she's dual wielding guns, and I'm like, this is not enough. Yeah, but once you, once you get that that shotgun, it, it does pretty good damage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But speaking of the guns, for you, that sound of it repeating, <laughs> did it? Was it driving you crazy at all? Because it was driving me up the freaking wall. A, a little bit, but I, at the same time, I also had music going, so that kind of toned it down a little bit for me. Oh, okay. Um, you know, as far as, you know, the, the controls and the movement of this game, uh, all of Laura Croft's movements in the game were hand animated and coordinated instead of using, instead of using motion capture. The, the reason that they did this was the, the team wanted uniformity in her movement, which was not possible with the motion capture technology at the time. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so so they they hand animated everything. It was it was really impressive for the time. Um, what what was like your your favorite, I guess, tomb or your favorite level? I'm gonna butcher the name here. I think it might have been the third or fourth mission, the tomb of Qual Qualipak. Mm-hmm. I completely butchered it. My bad. But uh, it just reminded me of Indiana Jones and outside of the dinosaurs, which does not remind me of Indiana Jones, the exit strategy you have when everything starts caving in on you. Yeah. Reminded me of, oh, here's the boulder. Here it comes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was geeking out that whole time about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, where's Harrison Ford when you need him? Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, and it was just challenging enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it wasn't too easy. It wasn't too hard. It was just challenging enough. Um, you know, there, there was a couple parts where I got was getting frustrated just trying to make some of the jumps and get her to mm-hmm. to grab onto the ledge. And but you speaking know, of jumps. This is one of the first games that I actually remember having to back up and do a running jump. Not not like a jump where you're like, all right, jump there. Right. Or right. jump, grab onto the ledge. I actually, after a couple, couple times I fell, I was like, do I actually have to turn around, back up, and run? Yeah. And like, sure shit. Yeah. It, it, Especially to make one of those rooftops. Yeah, there, there was a couple parts towards the beginning where I, I didn't realize that I if I if I push the button I can make her walk, mm-hmm. and I'd like try to get close to an edge or something, and she'd start running and fall off the edge. I'm like, what the, f- what are you doing, woman? <laughs> and I and then I was like, oh look, I can make her walk, and she'll stop right at the edge. Mm. So you know, once I once I figured out that part, it uh, it definitely helped out quite a bit. <laughs> But at the end of that level, after she comes out of the water and she, what's that guy's name? 
the one that she she's talking to and ends up roundhouse kicking. Um, uh, or do he, they not say his name? No, no, no. They do. His name is. Uh, oh, it's uh, Pierre. That conversation back and forth. Granted, their mouths aren't moving and everything, but I was enjoying the cutscene for what it was. That straight roundhouse, like reverse roundhouse kick. Oh, Chuck Norris would be so happy. <laughs> well, that, that's why they made it into an action movie. <laughs> but that would be why that level is my favorite because it reminded me of so many pop culture references. Oh, absolutely. Um, one thing that we always like to do with the, with a game is kind of go over the, the review scores that, that, you know, it got when it came out. Um, Metacritic gave it a 91 out of a hundred, uh, GameSpot gave it an eight and a half out of 10 and IGN gave it a 9.3 out of 10. So it got solid scores. Um, at, at, uh, at the, the, at the time of, of release, it, it topped the British charts three different times and really helped to, uh, boost the popularity of PlayStation. Um, the year before this game came out, uh, Edios Interactive, who made the game, mm-hmm. they recorded a, two and a half million dollar pre-tax loss oh shit right and after this game came out because it was so popular and it did so well they turned that loss into a 14 and a half million dollar profit year i would have loved to bought stock in that on that their down year yeah so but then again i was three so yeah and it it definitely was the game to have when it came out i mean you were what one when it came out two three in 96 uh yeah i was three yeah so (laughs) in 96 i was eight no i was 12 but even even playing this game in 2021 and realizing the age of this game it holds up oh absolutely Absolutely. As as standard as people would say it is because of what they're used to now, there's still so much there. Oh, and there's ab- so much content, so much fun. Absolutely. As, as simple as it looks, some of the older games are probably still the best to play. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I definitely enjoyed this game. Um, you know, I, I have, and this ton- is coming from me being the first time I'm ever touching it. And I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. I, I had a ton of fun with this. You know, it really took me back to, to my childhood and, you know, the, the things that I remember from, from being young and, you know, it really shows why they, they continued to have success with it and why they were able to make a successful movie franchise out of it. Um, And for me, it, it definitely holds up and, you know, a, a re a remaster of this game would be incredible. See, I I'd like to see a remaster, 
But when it comes to a lot of other remasters, they do you want them to fix any of the issues you had with it, or would you want the issues to still be there? I didn't really have issues with it, you know? Like, the, the only one issue I had was some of the jumps, getting her to grab the edge. But other than that, I didn't really have it, you know? Uh, I didn't... Well, obviously, when we talk about remasters, we're talking about graphics. Right. And the issue I had was some of the graphics were blending in together where it made uh, for me to get a, have a headache to try to find certain places. Right. And I think with, I think with updated graphics, they'd be able to add more like depth to, to certain things. Yeah. So I think that would definitely help a lot. Uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't blend in. So nowadays that that's nowadays, what I really meant. Right. Nowadays we're able to use shadows and, you know, a hundred million different colors and you know what I'm saying to, to make yeah. stuff stand out a little better. But yeah, I'll tell I, you what, I spent 20 minutes looking for a freaking ledge. <laughs> when uh, at, at the one, at the one part where when you fall into the river, it pushes you over the edge of the waterfall. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? How do I get back up there? And then I found the ledges. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, if you go the one way, you go all the way down this one corridor where there's three wolves waiting for you and it's a dead end. And I'm like, well, shit. And then you come back up there and not knowing there's a ledge right in front of you. And that's where see, you that's another thing dinosaurs. I used. I go, as long as I see enemies, I, I know I'm going the right way. And then as you, I, I remember the exact point you're talking about. Oh crap. Dead end. But there are bad guys here. There's got to be a ledge or a pulley here somewhere. Right. And and then to find the, the ledges up to where the dinosaurs were, I yep. I took I didn't see those ledges forever. <laughs> That's what I'd want them to if they ever remade it, because I would I'd buy it. Granted, oh, absolutely. It, absolutely. It'll probably end up being on a, on a Xbox Game Pass because of what it is now. And, uh, uh, no, I, it's it's a PlayStation exclusive. I thought the Laura Croft game, the uh, the twenty thirteen though was was on Xbox. Mm, maybe I don't know. So I remember playing it. I don't know. I'd have to look. Not but... playing it, watching it, because you know I'm going potato tonight. Right. And th- there's a pool table full of alcohol right next to me. <laughs> yeah, but it. it I, I'm pretty sure it's a PlayStation exclusive. I could be wrong. Um, but you know, Laura Croft has always been you know the you know the playstation you know like one of the playstation mascots i guess mm. so i don't know we, that's something we'd have to look into uh but i i definitely i definitely would like to see a remaster like a uh shadow of the tomb raider was on xbox whichever okay. one that was yeah but i'd like to see like a a not like a uh, just a remaster, like a shot for shot remaster. Don't change anything as far as the story yeah. goes. You know, keep all the levels the same. Just upgrade the graphics and, and whatnot. Yeah, and make those NPCs' mouths actually move instead right. of. <laughs> well, we, we have the technology for that. Yeah, we have the technology. We can fix him. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> for that, plenty of times. <laughs> So that did you have any other than the finding the ledges and whatnot? Did you have any glaring 
issues with this game? I don't know if I'd call it an issue, and I know I, I mentioned it a little earlier, but um, uh, I know the game is meant for it to be like that, so it's not really an issue. It's more of an issue, like a personal issue. I just feel like outside of the shotgun and when you get that, you're dual-wielding pistols, and you're just unloading into them, and they're like they're not dropping. They're just complete bullet sponges. Even even uh, what was his name, Pierre? Uh huh. Even he was a bullet sponge. Yeah, you, I put quite a few rounds into him. Like I was screaming at my computer, "Drop! Just drop!" <laughs> yeah, and it's I understand that you know, but that's video games for you. I mean, oh no, I understand. I, I it, that's why I said it was a uh, it was more of like a personal issue with me. But um, other than that, I had a, I no, not really any major issues. Okay, so what uh, what what score are you going to give this game? Um, uh, probably a seven. Ow, that's low. Well, let let me put it this way. As much as I enjoyed playing this. I also played Uncharted first. Right. And, but you have to understand, you have to take into account what it was for when it came out, the time that it came oh, out. Oh, no. Oh, I, I know. But for me, as much as I enjoyed playing the Tomb Raider game, if I want to play Tomb Raider again, I'm just going to boot up my PlayStation 4 and play with Nathan Drake. Um, for for me, for you know the the nostalgia factor, for you know the for the innovation of its time, and you know for for level design, for, for taking into account everything, I'm going to give this game a nine and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, but I, I I'm I'm only saying a seven. For me, that's still a pretty decent game. It's not like, you know, eh, it was like a, you know, negative five, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun for what it was. Right. I'm, I'm just taking into it, account it, everything that it was for, for when it came out. Oh yeah. No, I, I completely understand. I, I could definitely see how groundbreaking this game was back in 96. Yeah. That, 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 those are the things that I'm taking into account and the fact that it, it definitely holds up to, to today. Uh, aside oh, yeah, aside from graphics, so that yeah, that's well, graphic graphics have never done anything for me. Hell, we played the uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, you know, our first right. episode together, and yipe. <laughs> so so that's where I'm going with that. I'm I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna stick by my seven seven and a half around the, around there. Alrighty. So uh, why don't you? You have yet to tell me, so I'm going to be surprised by this. Why don't you tell me what game we're going to be playing for this upcoming week? Well, I've been keeping an eye on that poll you put out, and I was very, very hesitant on throwing my vote into that poll until I saw somebody put down Nintendo 64. Yeah, that, that was our leading vote getter. Well, yeah, because I was the second vote on that. (laughs) 
but I just needed one just so I knew I could, you know, be the, you know, pushover point. Uh, you ever play a game with this uh, plumber dude where you jump into these paintings? Into paintings? Into the into paintings. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, Mario 64. I don't think I ever played Mario 64. Yeah, I I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I I ever did play that one. So this will be a really, yeah, this will, this will be a new experience for me. Dude, I, they, uh, they came out a couple months ago on switch with a super Mario 3d world pack. Mm-hmm. It had Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and I think the very first Mario Galaxy. And I haven't touched Sunshine or Galaxy. I've still been trying to collect every single uh, star in 64. And now that I was like, all right, let me get Scott in on this because maybe he can help me with some of these stars Figuring you've probably played it before, but oops. Yeah, so so this is another another 1996 game. So let's do it. I'm excited. Uh, I will say camera is probably going to be a pain in the ass again. <laughs> well, I'll, I guess I'll have to learn. They, they did make a remake for the DS, um, but I, I'll find the original... Uh, Nintendo 64 version. Yeah. Well, I will say the if you, you do have a Switch, a Nintendo Switch, it's the exact same game. It's just ported over to the Switch. Okay. Well, I'll go find it on the Switch then. It, I'm just saying it might make it easier instead yeah. of trying to find an emulator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go find it on my Switch. It's the exact same game because I was worried about that, and then when I started playing, I was like, "All right." They didn't. They didn't fuck up. All right. So, <laughs> for next week, we have Mario sixty four. I'm excited to. I'm excited to dive into a game that I've never played before. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it gets very tedious because each world has like four or five, or sometimes more, stars you need to collect. And every time you collect a star, it kicks you out of the world, so you have to go right back into it. Okay. Well. I, I guess uh, I'll get started on that then. Oh yeah, it's a big game. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll get started on that, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. AJ, thanks for being here again. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, uh, for insert coin to continue, I'm Scott, and I'm AJ, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs> Please insert coin to continue. Please insert coin to continue.